there, I'm Andrea Koppel, and it's time for Coffee, the podcast where you get to hear firsthand what the jobs and careers that interest you the most are really like. Hey there, Java junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or 10 minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini-episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career triple-shot K-Cup with my guest, Ben Weiner. All right, so let's get into what you do, all the different responsibilities you're juggling as the founder, CEO, and president of Gold Mountain. How many employees do you have and what are you doing? Yeah, so we have a much lighter footprint in the U.S. than in Nicaragua. So in the U.S., it's just a few people who are working on logistics and moving coffee around and helping tell the story about what we do. But in Nicaragua, that's where we are because we're a farming we're a group of farmers in Nicaragua. So we are anywhere from during the off season, you know, the staff of our farming group is anywhere from about, I don't know, 15 to 20 people. But then when it's the harvest season, all of a sudden we are <laughs> ramped up to, it could be a hundred people working between picking and washing and doing other things just on our farm alone. And then on every other farm in our group, it could be anywhere from 10 up to a hundred people. And then we have people sorting the coffee, which could be up to about 80 people. We have managers. We like to promote the role of women because it's a very macho male dominated society. So our highest up managers are female and they'll be supervising everything that's going on. And then we have other levels of supervisors who are traveling out around the mountains, making sure that there's quality going on. And then my job is to just (laughs) hike, drive, walk around (laughs) and make sure that everything is in line. I do a lot of quality control work still tasting every single day of picking and I'm looking around at are we growing, picking, sorting, depulping, fermenting, washing, drying, doing more sorting, packing. Are we doing all that well? Are there any new efficiencies that we have to be coming up with or is there problem solving to go on? So it's it's quite the dynamic job and life and there really aren't two days that are exactly the same. Well, I was just going to ask you, could you take us into a typical day, maybe during the harvesting season and then now in the off season? Yeah. So in the harvest season, so when I'm in Nicaragua, I like to wake up and go with the pickers up the mountain in a truck. So there's some pickers who live right around our farm, but then there are others who we bring up the mountain and we start our day to pick them up at about four in the morning. So I like to ride with the truck and thank people for coming to work and pick specialty coffee with us. It really makes a difference in people's attitudes when they see that we give a lot of importance to their work and they are our company. Without pickers, we would be nothing. And then I might go up and you know see how the day is starting with the picking, then go to the dry mill and be tasting, no joke, 
200 cups of coffee almost at once within a few hours. And there's this whole cupping protocol, which is quality control. And then I'll walk around and see, are we drying the coffee the way that it needs to be done? Are we storing it the right way? And probably somewhere in all that, a roaster will call me and talk to them about what certain coffee might be good for different purposes that they have in their business. And maybe we're doing some social media work and coordinating with our team. I mean, there's just so much going on. Another day, I might be hiking out where a truck can't drive to meet a new farmer and tell them about how our farming group works and maybe accompanying their coffee out to the main road on horseback horseback and and us walking because we can't carry that much coffee that far because they're so far off the beaten path. Yeah, there really aren't typical days. And when I'm in the U.S., I am calling customers almost all day long to make sure that they're happy, to make sure that they have the coffee that they need, to talk to them about what new coffees are going to be coming online from the fresh harvest that we're working on. So a lot of reaching out and to customers. And then our team is being very creative with everything from maybe thinking about producing a movie ourselves or doing something that really gets the word out about what we're doing to finance and keeping track of things and and shipping coffee around as efficiently as possible. So there's really a lot and I'm making sure that everything happens, but I'm also still very active in the quality control and in reaching out to customers. So when you say customers, are you referring Mm -hmm. to your roasters? Is that who your customers are or do they expand beyond that? mostly roasters. So we do do some consulting on quality control and helping some roasters make good buying decisions. We do sample roasting very, very well because of our extraordinary experience with it in Nicaragua. And so sometimes roasters will call up and ask if they can send us a bunch of different coffees and help us choose the best ones or informally sometimes help them dial in roasts of our coffees. And yeah, but customers are mostly roasters. Okay. And when you talk about your meeting with farmers, I know Mm -hmm. among the services that you provide at Gold Mountain Coffee Growers Mm -hmm. is advising on different growing strategies, disease Mm -hmm. prevention, pruning, fertilization, and I'm sure there are mm-hmm. many others. Is that something that you're doing, Ben, or are there other experts in your company who advise on this? To some extent, me, but more different experts in our company. So, I mean, I've been there for a while, but there are people working within Gold Mountain. I mean, first of all, Gold Mountain, they're farmers, so we're made up of farmers, but then we have quality control staff. And so that quality control staff, I mean, they, since they were, the first day they were born, they were probably even born on a coffee farm, if not the local hospital. And so they've grown up in that environment and they have more experience in many cases than an agronomist with a doctorate degree in coffee diseases because they've seen and experienced and lived how coffee growing works and what works and what doesn't and creative solutions in coffee farming. So and then some some people have high degrees and some don't in our farming group. So yeah, it's a definitely group effort providing lots of advice, 
also providing a bunch of financial advice because it's hard to run the finances of coffee farms. So sometimes a farmer will ask for a loan and we'll say, well, do you really need that? Or maybe you'd be better off waiting until this certain thing happens. Or did you realize that you have a big payment coming? So maybe you don't need that loan. And while it would result in interest for our group that then goes back into a pot of bigger loans for everyone, maybe, maybe you don't need loans. Maybe there's a way to, to get around it. Or have you thought about doing this other way of fertilizing to get a little bit more bang for your efforts? And so that there's a lot of advice that we give, but then at the same time, you know, we're a group of farmers and we do learn from each other. And so it's kind of this whole circle of learning and, and experimenting because the coffee farming world is just, you never stop learning in it. It's quite incredible. Yeah. It sounds fascinating. I have a couple of questions related one to sustainability, because I know mm -hmm. that's super important to you, yes. the way that you are farming. And then the second being profitability. And I mm -hmm. know that this is a social enterprise. You're not about making a ton of money to get rich. It's really mm -hmm. about enriching the community yep. where mm -hmm. you are working. But clearly you're doing well enough that you bought a rainforest next door. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, I mean, that was a stretch to do that, but we thought it was also the right thing to do. So sustainability, there's environmental, but also economic sustainability. So, you're, you know, you're hitting the nail on the head by mentioning those two in the same breath. So sustainability, we believe in protecting the environment. And it's not something that we're forced to do, but it's something that we see that there are so many people chopping down rainforests. And so we bought a rainforest just to protect it with income from coffee sales and wasn't an easy thing to do that. But when roasters get our coffee, they know that these are the kinds of initiatives that they're putting their, their money behind on top of it being great coffee. And in terms of profitability and how we achieve that, I mean, it wasn't something that was easy and we'd still like to be more profitable. I mean, the supply chain, despite all the work that we do and putting more value, it's still very challenging because it's hard to produce specialty coffee and have low costs. I mean, it, it does take more effort and more money and people doing so many different things and processes to have a coffee come out tasting awesome. So a lot of that we've achieved by cutting out middlemen and by having incredible coffee. I mean, we, we won, or not, we didn't win. Roasters won 27 medals last year alone in roasting competitions using our coffee. They also got above 90 point scores in coffee review, which is probably similar to you know, wine spectator or something along those lines in terms of judging the quality of coffees. And in terms of sustainability, we won the, a few years back now, we won the Specialty Coffee Association of Europe's Excellence Award for Sustainability for our work on not just buying a rainforest, but also what we do in terms of economic sustainability for whole communities. So it's why we exist. And at the same time, it's really challenging and forces us to continue to be entrepreneurial so that we can keep achieving as much economic and environmental sustainability as possible. Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. 
Thanks so much for listening to Time for Coffee, where the professionals in the jobs that most interest you always have time to grab coffee 24-7, no matter where you live. I have one quick favor to ask you. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Time for Coffee. Thanks so much.